Welcome back to the first care update of the second hour. I'm Thomas Watson filling in for Tony and Donnie. Now we talked a little bit earlier about outbound tender volumes contracted, outbound tender rejection rates and the situation. So we have seen, uh, it's a previous segment alluding to that we are seeing a rise in contracted load volume. So when we look at what are some of the impacts of that, especially in the American supply chain, one of them is checking out ocean volumes because frequently as uh, we don't have as much manufacturing as we used to, it comes from overseas. One thing to watch for is right now, uh, inbound ocean TEU volume index is uh, staying a little bit resilient. We saw a recent upswing uh, near the middle to end of September. One thing to watch for is you typically have stocking prior to the holidays. And if you look at this seasonality, we are looking at about three extra years worth of data. We'll start to see this stuff pick up in June as it's coming across the ocean and then it gets matriculated down into other uh, supply chains. One thing to watch as well is that you're asking, well, why does it go up in the end of the year, December near January? Where, well, dear friends, the thing called Chinese New Year, if you notice every single time, depending upon the lunar new year, so that's why it's not a direct one-to-one -one match, uh, the ocean movements are a big indicator and preclude what's going to happen in the overall supply chain because a lot of our goods are being sent overseas. So what does that mean in terms of actual booking volumes? Because I looked at the ocean TEU volume index. TEU is a 20-foot equivalent unit. You put two of them together, and that's typically one of your containers. Uh, looking at this index, we are seeing a decline in booking volume. So this is important as well because a lot of things folks are talking about this data is from December 2022 to September 2023. So we're taking a smaller snapshot, but we want to see if this is going to directly translate into more or less trucking volumes, because the big question is, of course, moving into peak season, will it be uh, better or worse for trucking carriers? Since trucking right now is constrained by uh, volumes as plenty of capacity, this is going to be something to watch because we are seeing some recent downward movements in the past seven to 14 days. That could indicate that maybe a large portion of uh, the stocking and preparation for the traditional peak season may have occurred. But don't take my word for it. We'll look at the rail volumes as well. Uh, now, not all ocean freight gets translated into full truckload, depending upon rate, time of year, and the situations between rail services, chassis. There's a lot of stuff going on here. And one thing to look at is we are still seeing kind of more of the same in terms of outbound loaded rail container volumes. Now, this is an index, of course. Uh, the big outlier of, is 2020, and if you do remember during COVID, there were service issues because problems handling volumes. Uh, rail companies are finally largely, most in part, trying to get all of that fixed up. You know, there were labor uh, issues as well. But one thing to watch is going to be, if we do see, uh, you know, these volumes coming from the ocean, are they going to be shipped intermodal or are they going to be shipped truckload? It's another thing to watch because uh, depending upon, you know, fuel cost as well as rail availability, uh, you'll see shippers typically switch between it. So one thing to watch is check some of the, uh, the quarterly earnings reports as well. Sometimes you get anecdotal from occasional analysts. They're going to be asking customers, are you using more truckload transportation or more rail transportation? That's kind of a peek behind the curtain because if we do see migration over, if rail service levels improve, that would be a headwind for trucking volumes because a lot of that volumes, if you don't really need it, rail can typically take a few extra days because it is moving by train and not by truck. Then we would see a situation where shippers are returning to their traditional uh, multimodal split between rail and truckload. So that's one thing important to watch. As your resident trucking expert, I do get a little sad and whenever I see rail taking more market share out. But if you are one of the large class one railroads, it's probably a welcome sign 
because you're still uh, able to try and attempt to charge more. If they are lowering their prices and trying to get more volume, that may also see a situation where trucking volumes are pulled off the market, making it worse for those carriers competing for it. So keep an eye out on these two things. Watch the ocean, watch the rails. It eventually impacts the trucks. That's going to be a wrap for this segment. One more coming up later on in the final hour, but we're going to toss it over to Kaylee for our next guest.